everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Seriously Podcast. I'm Brittany. I'm Mary. And today we are bringing back our web series and chill episodes because, you know, you just want something quick to watch, something just get you through the night. So this is a special um, episode. We're going to be talking about the series Potty Break by creator Tony Ty Starrett. And guess what? She's with us today. Hey, Tony. Hi. (laughs) Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. I've heard so much about this podcast, so I couldn't wait to do this interview. I'm proud of you guys. I'm proud of you guys for doing it and for creating a platform for us. So I just want to say thank you. Oh my God, thank you. (laughs) Okay, so um, the first question we love to ask our guests is what was the very first web series or digital series you ever watched? Probably, oh, you're going to laugh because I was kind of late to the Mm -hmm. game, but high maintenance. High maintenance. I heard a lot about yes. that one. Yes. It was on Vimeo, and then they wound up getting a deal with yes. HBO. But it was just like a hodgepodge of ridiculousness, and that's kind of my life. <laughs> so, so that really spoke to mm-hmm. me. I was like, I love that. Because yes. I was never really, yeah, I never really um, understood podcasts. Well, funny story, real quick. Um, so I'm a, I'm a director, mm-hmm. primarily. Um and, you know, years ago when I started directing, I was doing some work for AOL and some of their different brands. And I had to interview, um, I had to do a bra story for a bra company for AOL for these um, two girls. And it was two women and one had like big breasts so we had to like fit her for a bra. So I interviewed her, you know, try to make her feel comfortable, directed her through it. She was obviously nervous and on camera, a little mm-hmm. shy, um, fish out of water kind of a feeling. So she kept texting me afterward. And then, then she emailed me like again, like a couple of days later, like, I want to thank you again. You made me so comfortable. I don't know if you're into a web series, but I have this weird web series called um, Broad City it. on YouTube. So you should check <laughs> it out. <laughs> yes. And I was just like, cool. I don't even remember if I responded. I was just like, web series. I don't even know what that is. <laughs> Wait, who was it? Uh, so was it Alana? Like, Alana. Alana. Yes. Oh, my so, God. So years later, years and years later, I'm in like an art supply store um, and getting my mom some paint. And I'm talking to the, the girl helping me. And I'm telling her about this, this web series I'm starting to write. And she's like, oh, my God, you should check out this web series, Broad wow. City. It kind of reminds me of that. And I'm like, what? <laughs> and she pulls, she's like, no, these girls are so funny. And she pulls it up. I'm like, oh, shit, I know her. <laughs> That's the girl who I didn't respond Yay! to. Like, oh, right? I was, yeah, I kind of felt like an idiot. But I was like. But I didn't yes. know when she was like, I was, I was she like web series. I was like, what is right. that? Right, that was the early days when no one was really into web series at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it was like I was on my grind trying to direct, read these books, like trying to get work, like trying to, you know what I mean? I was just like, the last thing I need to do is like be watching mm-hmm. some shows. Like, you know, I don't really get to watch a lot of things yeah. because I'm always like working or trying to stay in my own mm-hmm. head and not be influenced by other people's shit. Right, so, right. That makes sense. Yeah. So yeah. walk us through like how you came up with the idea of potty break. So back in the Dizay, I used <laughs> to <laughs> do a little modeling mm-hmm. and stuff, but I was um, you know, I used to model for like um, you know, I did some stuff for like a lot of Tommy Hilfiger stuff and DK, I did DK and Y once and a lot of baby fat mm-hmm. stuff. And um, I kind of was around like Russell and Kamora a yeah. lot. Kamora? Up in that environment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Russell and Kamora Simmons. Who she, I really learned how to be like, 
just multi-layered from being around mm-hmm. her because this girl, she's from St. Mm-hmm. Louis, this woman rather. Mm-hmm. And like, she was just like this elegant model, but then like, you know, she'll be talking to somebody like, you know, having like a business meeting or, you know, VH1's there interviewing her and she's like, yes, and basically the fabrics and blah, right. blah, blah, blah. And then the camera go off and she'll turn to the right and be like, motherfucker, that, that, that. <laughs> and I was like, what? I was like, wait, you can be both things Later. at the same time? <laughs> Like I've never seen such Love a thing. It. Like either you're bougie or you're ghetto. But I never. That was my first time seeing bougie. Yes. Like yes, Kamora. So I was just. I felt really lucky that I got to experience that. But being in that environment, you know, I started to meet a lot of people. So I get invited to a lot of events and parties. And then a friend of mine was like, Tony, you need to tell your stories because you've seen so many things and da 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 da. And I'm like, all right, cool. And then like. One thing which is like a cause of like, I don't know, something that I really hate is that sometimes people who they don't understand my background or just my access will just minimize me and call me a party mm-hmm. girl. And, you know, I, I really resent mm-hmm. that shit. Can I curse on you? Of course. So, and I was just like, you know what? I was like, let me humanize the party girl, mm-hmm. right? Because everyone... You know, so I might look a certain way on the outside, but you have no idea what's going on the inside. And a lot of my friends, right, you you know, you might have a moment because you're some guy that you're dating is in the club. So you go to the bathroom to, like, have your cry and then, like, <laughs> regain your composure and walk out there like, OK, I'm good. So these women who are walking around looking like they're one dimensional, you're just assuming that they're just some floozy or model or whatever, some throwaway And, you know, she has a complex layered Mm -hmm. life. So, and then also I, you know, I'm actually on this new app called Clubhouse, which is fucking amazing. It's in beta. It's a lot of Silicon Valley people in there. They're starting to let creatives on. It's kind of like a podcast meets, um, uh, like a TED talk Mm -hmm. and there's like a stage and like an audience. It's awesome. Um, it's so amazing, but this is a, this, this platform besides my filmmaking, this is the first time in my life where I felt heard. Because it's only audio. There's no pictures. There's no profile with videos and pic- you can't judge. They can't judge mm. you. You just have a profile pic and your mm-hmm. voice. Very high oh, quality cool. sound. You know. So for me, I, when I'm in certain spaces, I've tried to like you know be intellectual and give my thoughts and opinions on things, and no one ever listens to me because <laughs> <laughs> I'm like it's like oh just go be cute, mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. know. So I'm like all right. So potty break was my opportunity to humanize the party girl. And also give myself a voice to talk about important shit, but sandwich it in a comedy. Mm. So that's why each episode we're touching on like, you know, you know, you know, toxic masculinity or interracial dating or colorism or, you know, just this pressure when you're getting older and try to still be young. Like Mm -hmm. all of this shit that we don't really talk about, these taboo topics that people are afraid to talk about, you know, so I just did this to hopefully leads to bigger conversations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Does yeah. a great job. And then, like, yeah, thank you so much. And then afterwards, like, after I completed Potty Break, because I just still, I still, like, to this day, like, I've, I think in the past year, I've gotten called a party girl, like, four times. <laughs> but I'm like, you know, now I'm just like, you know what? If I was white, you'd call me a social. Mm, talk Ooh. about so it. You need, right, so you need to check yourself. Yeah. And while you're fucking discriminating against me, like, is this, like, poverty shaming? Mm. Like, I don't understand what this yeah. is. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Why do you, you know, because you can't, under, because you had to schlep around a guitar for years to get into a, you yeah. know I mean? I don't no, but don't don't judge someone by where they got on the bus. Mm. You know, so it's just a way that people just try to minimize you and 
you know, I have an N no more though. <laughs> no more. <laughs> so we have like Donna and Tony. So we meet them in all the episodes, but like as a writer's perspective, like describe Donna and Tony to us. So initially when I wrote it, right. Um, so I think Donna, she's just the woman who she is completely like, you know, the bitch, like she's always got some smart witty thing to say. She's not emotional and she just has a focus. Mm-hmm. Right. So, you know, here in this, in this particular environment, she's just like, I'm trying to get a rich husband. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not trying to work hard. Like I'm trying to be on my like kept woman. Yes. shit. So she don't have no time. She, has a she goal. drags Tony. <laughs> she has a goal and she drags Tony. It's like Tony really don't, doesn't want to be there, but she don't really got shit yeah. else to do. Because she didn't got no man. <laughs> so, and it's like, they're getting paid. Because I actually, when I was in college, I used to get paid to go. It, was, it used to be a big party in New York every week, every Saturday. And I, the promoters would be like, Tony, come, you know, yeah, we'll get you free drinks. Mm-hmm. And they'd be like, but don't bring any guys. And then after like a few months of that, you're like, wait a minute. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, how come you tell me never to bring right. guys? And then um, and then it dawned on me that I was being pimped. So I was like, if you want me to come and bring my beautiful ass friends, you got to yes. pay me. Mm-hmm. And I want a table. And a bottle. So that was what happened. <laughs> um, Get your money. Get it. So, right. So people also talk shit. They don't know that I was getting money and getting my Uber, my, my cabs paid for. <laughs> so I think that I, I took that dynamic and was like, okay, so these girls are also getting paid to be mm-hmm, there. You mm-hmm. know, so like that's why. In, yeah. In episode six, that's why she's like, oh, we're like paid decorations. Like, <laughs> 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 Cause you are right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like these uh-huh. promoters try to make girls think that they really their friend, and they're not. They're pimping. They're literally pimping girls out. Yeah, they sure are. Right. Yep. I never experienced athletes. that in New York, but when I yeah. go to DC, a Pacific Club, they're always like, "We come." Because I usually go with like six of my friends or whatever. They're always like, "We got guys um, that want bottles. They just need some beautiful ladies, free free drinks." And we're like, mm-hmm. oh, like "Right, I do it." But I wish I said, "Pay me." They were like, "Girl." <laughs> right and it's an even Mm trade-off right like these these guys they'll act like there's some kind of like currency exchange like if i buy you a bottle Mm -hmm. or if i get you free drinks you owe me something at the end of the night but no i'm helping you to look like you got money everybody so it's just a you know it's just kind of like a fair trade Mm -hmm. (laughs) so you don't really no one owes anyone anything at the end Mm -hmm. of the night you know but I think a lot of times people lose their power because they think it's, it's all a game. Like that whole club system, it's a business model. Oh, yeah. It's, 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 it's crazy, but a lot of people don't really realize that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah. So anyway, that time. was exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. So, um, you know, and I have had friends who've gotten, you know, had trouble getting into certain clubs and certain parties. And I'm like, well, one, you know, you, that should show you something. It's not that you're being excluded. It's that they are, they're not trying to create a fun environment. They're trying to create an environment where people will spend more yes. money. Mm-hmm. And, and I had a couple of girlfriends who um, were cocktail waitresses at some clubs in New York. And these girls, these, 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 these two white girls were the most gangster I've ever met. They were bottle service girls. And they'd be like, okay, Tony, come meet us out. And these were my girls, so I would do it. But I stopped. I did it twice. And I was like, I can't mess with y'all no more. <laughs> because they'd be like, okay, this guy... He's going to take us to the most expensive sushi restaurant. Looks really hot. And we're just going to go. And then we're going to go out. When we get to the club, tell them that you only drink champagne. I was like, okay. <laughs> so we go out. And, then, you know, the, I mean, these dudes was getting magnums. It was like Wall Street dude. This other dude was some freaking Texas oil what? tycoon. Hustler? And 
Let me tell you. I'm giving y'all all the secrets. Listen, I should this put is... this shit in potty break, but listen, whatever. Exclusive. Come these on. girls. We get the tea. This is exclusive. This is so exclusive. These girls with like... <laughs> While they'll be talking to the guy and then tossing the fucking drinks back in the bucket or behind their back. Oh, so now he's got all these, and they would be faking like they were like lesbians, like they would kiss on each other in front of him and kind of you know dance on the guy. And he's really thinking he's about to get this 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 threesome with these two hot blondes. Mm-hmm. And I'm just sitting here watching, like, what is happening? Meanwhile, he done already just spent like nine thousand dollars on these three magnums, mm-hmm. right? Now it's on gone within a matter of like five minutes because all the girls who worked at the club come and they're all shaking their titties in his face and he's just mesmerized. Then they're like, oh my God, we're out of champagne. (laughs) So now he's either going to split and miss his opportunity to get this situation popping off after or he's going to buy more bottles because now he's trapped, right? Mm. So now he's buying more bottles. By the end of it, like the first guy, no, no, the second guy, the second guy, the first guy, he was kind of like smart and was like, nah. But the second guy, by the end of the night, his bill was $24,000. I was just American like, dollars? Yeah. I just looked at him. That's my student yeah. loan. Oh, that is no, a that's student crazy. loan. Right. And I'm looking at him like, I know you got family members that be begging you for light bill money. Right. But <laughs> I'm like, you really put this much money into thinking these girls was going to give you sex. And at the end of the night, they didn't. So I guess they're kind of like a low, but then no, 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 no. Tony and Donna are not no. those girls. I don't even know. We just went way too story, but, <laughs> but yeah. Oh, my point is that this whole club environment is just smoke and mirrors. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's just all smoke and mirrors. It's a business model, yeah. right? So it's like, I just, that's why I'm always like, listen, go where you're celebrated, not where you're tolerated. Because a real, a real environment where they want to create fun, they're going to let everybody, right. they're not going to exclude mm-hmm. people. Okay, so we're going to switch, switch gears a bit. We're going to play a little game with you. Would you rather? You ready? Okay, mm-hmm. so the first one is, would you rather meet your favorite artist in the bathroom or your favorite porn star? Ooh, Dave Chappelle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I think it's going to happen. This is definitely going to manifest because... <laughs> Someone asked me recently, I think the interview I did last week, they're like, well, who would be your dream person to be in a potty break? I'm like, yes. Dave Chappelle. Even though he chain smokes cigarettes, I'm like, if you can come and smoke your cigarette. I don't know. I'd probably like write him in and have him curse me out. I don't know. But... That would be epic. <laughs> like, I would legit be like, just read the shit out of me and make me cry and I'll just be happy. <laughs> that would be good. That would be good. Okay, he's hilarious. Yeah. Okay, next one. Mm-hmm. Would you rather never be cheated on but suffer from extreme jealousy on a daily basis or be cheated on regularly but never know about it nor suspect the thing? I would take the second but that would never happen yeah. to me because I'm too intuitive. <laughs> <laughs> like I always know something. So if my boo is listening to this, don't get any ideas because I'm going to know. <laughs> Well, the next question is, <laughs> would you rather discover that your partner is expecting a child with another person or discover that your partner is married and has kids? Oh. Do, I ha- do I have a kid with him? Mm-mm. Y'all been trying. He said, chill, chill, chill. I would take married with, uh, with, okay. with kids. Oh. Yeah, I think that's an easy... Uh, I don't know. These are both are like horrible. Yeah. Either way, I'm slapping. <laughs> putting the paws on hello 
Okay, next one. Uh, would you rather date someone that your family despises but your friends love or date someone that your friends can't stand but your family adores? Hmm. I would take the mm-hmm. first one. Because my my mother in particular, I'm in her house, I'm quiet, <laughs> but she tends to like, I don't know, she likes guys for stupid mm. shit, right? But your friends kind of, I don't know, I feel like they just, my mom is also from mm-hmm. a different generation. So what with the qualities that she might value and that she's taught us to value might not be like in line with like yeah, today. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like your friends kind of just are around you socializing with your dude more and they'll probably pick up on shit that mm-hmm. he's doing, mm-hmm. right? Or like yeah, so that's okay. why I would pick yeah, that, that makes one. Sense. Okay. Yeah. For, for this one, I know I know what Donna would say, but I want to know what Tony would think. Okay, would you rather marry <laughs> someone who's funny but poor or marry someone who's boring but rich? Oh my god, I literally just broke up with the boy during COVID. And now I'm with the guy. He's not broke, but he's not rich yet. But he's amazing. So oh my god, this is too personal. I'm uncomfortable. When this comes out, I'm not letting him know about it. I know that much. No, I mean, listen, I feel like if you, I, I don't know, I just, you want to be, you can have a miserable mm-hmm. fucking life and Gucci bags Talk can't hold you it. at night. So I'm just like, I really don't see the point in that. That shit is not all it's cracked up to be. And I don't want to name names, but as we could see in, in what's been happening in the past few years, like with certain people, mm-hmm. I'm not naming names, but that shit. <laughs> nope. Nope. It ain't nope. worth it. Nah. <laughs> nope. I don't suggest it because you're going to be yep. made a fool of. Yep. Yes. Okay. Right. So let's get into our highlights of Party Break. So the first episode, you hate to see it. You know, we're introduced to Donna and Tony, and Donna has an issue. She has a problem. And this episode, you really have to question, like, how... What where loyalty stands in your yes. friendship? Like how much? What does friendship mean to you? What would how you much do, do I really love you <laughs> as a sis? How much do I really love you? Yes. So basically, Donna has she thinks she has herpes. She wants Tony to check it out, but it actually might made me think of the Sex and City episode where Carrie got like the IUD thing stuck in her vagina, and she mm-hmm. made her friend like try to get it out. So I was like, that's good friend. Like that. Yeah. Is all right. I mean, Tony wasn't with it at first. No, of course not. <laughs> she it did was it. Just like, she did it though. She did it. Well, yeah, it was like you know, my loyalty was being tested, and I don't, you know, I'm from Harlem. I don't do, you know, I don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you just trying to. This is a ridiculous, like you know, trying yeah, to. Yeah, I, I don't know, but like, <laughs> in real life, like would I have done that? Oh. I don't know. I guess I just I just don't know. You never know what you'll do. Right. Until that is situation. so true. Because I know, like, for me, if the answer is no. Like, I'll take you to the hospital. <laughs> There's a professional that can help you with this. But I can't. Right. <laughs> so let me ask y'all. You can, you know, I mean, like, I'm going to flip it on you. You don't have to answer. Have you ever had, like, a condom lodged in you? And had, like, the dude has to dig it out? <laughs> nah. Nah. No. <laughs> 
Mm, that might just be, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to do that one. <laughs> but, <laughs> and like, but is there a difference? Oh, yeah, I guess it's, it's a big difference. Yeah, I guess it's a difference because the guys, he's already He's already there. in there. Yeah. Yeah. You just, it, the loyalty is going to be, like, let's just not talk about it. If I help you, we ain't talking about this no more. It never happened. Yes, it never happened. Don't ever bring it up. <laughs> I will deny, deny, deny. But if your friend, all right, if you're... <laughs> Right, but if your friend, listen, I think if your friend was really like a little, like the Donna wasn't as, like my friend in real life would have to be way more. Yeah, 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 than true. Was yeah, if you're, if you're like, oh my God, I'm so scared, I'm so scared, like crying, I'm like, all right, fine, girl. <laughs> right, if she's having yeah. a complete meltdown and it's like, you Donna was like making way. jokes with it. I'm like, all right, girl. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> but it's so British too. It's so funny because it was like, I was so happy that she was in it because, uh, just that, like, like she's just—I mean, everything about it is so British. And it's funny. She's like Tony. It's like I, she's like it's like you know me. And everyone's like, did y'all improv? Like, no. But it was like you know, I was around her enough to just. And I used to live in England oh. for a couple of years, so I just know yeah. how they are. They're just very. They like they're like mm-hmm. kind of police. Did you envision Donna to be British, or it just happened that way? No, not at all. So what happened was right. Mm-hmm. If I can be honest. When I wrote it, initially my character was oh. Donna and Donna was mm-hmm. me, right? But I hadn't casted the other person yet. I had I was like, okay, it has to be someone I know so we can have that kind of rapport. And then I was like, okay, just when I think of terms of representation, mm-hmm. right? And just knowing like, you know, the shit that dark skinned women, black women go through, right? I was like, okay, it has to be someone mm-hmm. dark skinned, right? And I want so then I had to flip the roles because I didn't want the dark skin girl mm, to be a mess, okay. right? Because I feel like that would have also fed into certain stereotypes, yeah. right? So I felt like she had to be the one that was, had more, mm-hmm, a little more sense, mm-hmm. right? Um, and and I wanted her to just be like, just really fucking fly. And like, unfortunately, we didn't get as many close-ups at the, as the, at the wardrobe as I wanted to. <laughs> but um, I was very strategic in, in the wardrobing and everything, so... And then the fact that it, so I was trying to find someone, but I just, it was so hard to cast. And then one day I went to sleep and in my dream, it was like, the, I don't know, in my dream, I dreamt of a person with a British mm. accent. And when I woke up, I was like, Dana, and I called her and right away she was Oh, like, I love <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she's great for it. And I don't think people outfits. She be, no, she be giving looks. Yeah, she was giving looks for little Leah jacket. Yes. And the, um, the dress, the dress with the cock. It was that line. It was a line in there where the white girl was like, "Is that a cock on your dress? A cock on your dress?" But I don't know for some reason uh, when it was shot. So half the footage from that episode that we shot got uh, oh, God. lost. So that that line got lost oh. in the sauce. So I was like a little oh, devastated. Yeah, <laughs> I picked that dress yes. on purpose. But yeah, there's a cock on the dress. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. That sounds crazy. Oh my god. Okay. Everyone's gonna think no. I'm fucking up, <laughs> I am you are funny. Okay. okay. So <laughs> episode two was a good one too, to dump a predator. So Tony is stressed. She's distraught. She is rejected everything because of her bad breakup. Like, did her guy break up with her at that moment or he was somebody that she um broke up with already and went back to yeah they had broke okay. up and went yeah she went back to him so that's why donna's like how was the okay got you, got you. Yes. you know it was 
It was one of those I want to mm-hmm. talk situations yeah. where really he starts kissing yeah. on your neck and shit. Yes. Spot, and the next thing you know, you thinking he loves you and you trapped into his bed and then yeah. And know. I've had those conversations <laughs> with my friends where I'm like Don. I'm like, did you? You know? And they're like, girl, you know I did. Like, <laughs> some 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 people don't have that willpower. It's like they go in there like I'm not doing nothing with him. It's just gonna be a conversation. Right. He start right. licking on that neck. Yeah, like. Ah. <laughs> oh, that exactly, exactly. Ooh, your voice even changed. It must no, I was not. That was not. Was not <laughs> well, I'm just kidding. <laughs> he knows that I wanted to have a family. He knows that. Why would he say that? Because he wanted raw sex. He's the oldest chick in the book. Oh my God! You know what? While you were doing it, and he was behind me. He tried to take the fucking condom off. That's like traumatizing almost. Like mm. It is. It is. And it's like, that's funny because I mean, I'm so happy you guys picked up on all of that. Yeah. It's yeah. Real, right. And, and it's like, and it's like, men really, I mean, you know, that not all, all men aren't bad. Like I definitely don't, don't want to seem like I'm male bashing, but there are a, a lot of men out here who are mm-hmm. like predators and they, you know, I, I remember this guy I met. He lives in LA and he's a director. And he was just like, Yeah, I tell my boys all the. Actually, so some of the lines in that was from his mouth. And he, when he saw it, he was like, It sounds familiar. <laughs> but he was the, the line where he was like, When he said, um, he he actually literally said this to me. He's like, Oh, I always tell my boys, if you want to get some easy, some easy um, um, ass, you know, just go what? to a church. And I was like, Yeah, that's horrible. Stay out of the church. Like, that's fucking horrible. <laughs> Because you know you see these vulnerable women who are horny but really mm-hmm. trying to do right by the Lord mm-hmm. and be celibate, and you see that as easy prey. That like, is that's fucking horrible. horrible. And and he said to me, women who allow themselves to be um, take, to be taken advantage by a man based on what he says and not what he does. Oh no, no. And to me, I was like, that's some very much so. I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, be scared. Like no. pissing me off right now. <laughs> That's why you can't be like with, when they start with that sweet nothings. Uh, uh-uh. uh, no. Where's your action? Yeah, but then it's like so many women who who even like myself, right? My father wasn't mm-hmm. around growing up. You know what I'm saying? My brother went to college and everyone came back to New York. Like I didn't have anybody to teach me about right. that kind of stuff. So like sometimes people will be like, oh, love yourself, blah, blah, blah. Like you don't, but that's so intangible. Yeah. Like, what does that mean? Like you can't, you, it's quite possibly to love yourself and not have mm-hmm. the tools. Right. Mm-hmm. right? <laughs> and really not know. So you can just be like, oh, you know, you see the good in people and you don't really think that someone's yeah. going to do something like that. But there are people who literally are like sharks in the water, right? They seek, they intentionally seek out women who are like, you know, Christians who want to get married or who are vulnerable or who are like victims of some kind of sexual trauma. And they kind of Mm -hmm. just slide in and there's no accountability. You know, it's kind of like a a crime. Yeah. No punishment. So, Uh, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I'm getting off. No, but it's real. It's so real. Yeah, for sure. Okay. <laughs> okay, so episode three was by far my favorite episode because um, you spoke about Hamilton. And <laughs> we are huge fans of Hamilton. I was like, listen, the minute he started singing, I'm like, I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. He said, when he said the room where it happened, I said, I, I know it. 
We're here. Oh my God, I'm gonna cry. Love Hamilton so much. Love it. It's like the best thing that ever happened. Have you did you see it in person? Yes, I did. Kudos. I saw you know you know me. I'm not I'm not gonna tell y'all. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go into it. I I saw it live. I'm literally looking at Chicago though, not here in New York. Oh, I'm looking at a Hamilton doll my mom has in her living room because she saw it. (laughs) (laughs) My sister. My sister took her for her birthday to see it. It was uh-huh. at the original cast, so the tickets had gone down to five hundred dollars a piece. Down. So it was like, "Mommy, either either trip to Jamaica or Hamilton." She was like, "Hamilton, right?" But afterwards, she was like, "It was worth it, honey." She was like, "That was the best thing I've ever seen in my life. The best thing ever." To be honest with you, um. That Hamilton really inspired me. It was part of like it was a big inspiration mm. for me oh. in doing this project. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Because I was like, "Yo, he knew the rules and broke the rules and did yes. whatever the fuck he wanted to do." And I was like, "Ooh, mm-hmm. I want to do that. That I want that to be my approach to my work all the time." <laughs> so, yeah. Yes, <laughs> love it. So, what are your top three songs from Hamilton? Of course, uh, wait oh, for yes. it. Wait for it. Wait for it. May or may not have made me cry the first time. It's beautiful. so beautiful. It's so beautiful. And he's, Come on, he sings yes. so well. Like, ugh. yes. Oh, chills. Um, probably, obviously, I'm not throwing away my yes. shot. What? Okay. And yeah, I'm not throwing hey. away my shot. Yes. Like, it's a good song to get you hyped up. And what would be the third favorite? Ooh. Um, uh, I think maybe uh, uh I don't know, it's so good. I don't wanna <laughs> Well, I kinda you know what? I think I have a new actually in the past few weeks, two th- three weeks, I think my new my third favorite would have to be um the last one. Um, because I've been thinking about oh, like yes. so like that who lives, who dies, who I love that song. And then it's like, what is a legacy? Something like flowers in the garden you, you plant but never mm-hmm. get to see. And I was like, yes. But it's like who, you know what I'm saying? Oh, the thing. whole thing. Just <laughs> I don't know. first track. Get all emotional. Track. I have a Everything. Yeah. Amazing. Y'all, gonna make, y'all have to move to the next. Wait, did you ever? Wait. <laughs> last Hamilton. Thing. Did you ever see the Hamilton and Beyonce mashup? Oh, ham. Oh no. What? Ham for bait? Come on. It's so <laughs> good. It's on Where YouTube. I will send it to you right after this show. Oh my gosh, oh my girl. God, do. That so right there, production. I am, yeah. <laughs> if I tell my mom, my, listen, my mom thinks Beyonce is her daughter, so she going to lose her shit. Oh, she's going to love it. There's a mashup. Oh my god! So, so yes, we love the Hamilton references. I also liked in um episode three how you guys touched on um colorism. How mm-hmm. Donna like she had to literally make a point about you know there's slim pickings out here for a dark skinned black woman. I'm running out of options, Tony. My dad doesn't want to support me anymore, and I'm a dark skinned black woman over thirty. Don't start that shit. It's true, I'm chocolate. And these black men here in New York more and more want lighter and more exotic women. Um, because a lot of times we do mm-hmm. see that men seem to favor lighter skinned women. So yeah. I appreciated that. Thank you. I mean, I, so I went, I went to City College in New York and I had, um, I took like an extra summer um, semester. I wanted to take some extra creative writing classes. And one of the classes 
um, there was this, this, I don't want to say her name, but no, I'm going to say her name because let's just in case she hears this and I can find her because I love <laughs> her. But her name is Ama and she was born in Ghana. She was a very dark skinned black woman. And every story she would write was about like, it was just a lot of pain. Right. And it was just like, oh, you know, I wanted to be lighter. And, you know, the girls in my school, you know, I got teased when I, you know, being here and being from Africa. And then she was just like, they would tell me if I took a bath in bleach, I would be lighter oh, and I would do it, you know? And then she was like, or if, um, you know, I would put carry, they told me if I put carry lotion on my skin, the white carry lotion and just let it sit and sink in, it'll make mm. me lighter. And she would do it. And it was just like really traumatic shit. Right. She would, that was always what her mm-hmm. stories were about. But then like when, when it was like a white person in the class or a white girl who, was like, you know, telling her story and we would give her feedback. She was just so mean and aggressive, right? So I'm just like, one day I'm like, yo, like at the class, I'm like, yo, what is going on? Like, <laughs> she was like, ah. And I'm like, yo, you can't be coming at people like that. Like, yo, what is going on? She's like, you know, I just, I'm just upset because, you know, I have these issues and no one seems mm. to care. And, you know, guys don't like me and they don't look at me and they never, and I was like, girl, I was like, I get it. Like, I get it. I was like, but you got to pay attention to me, right. pay attention to you. Like, Fuck it. I mean, now I've expanded. I used to think always white boys, but like, you know, there's Asian guys, um, Indian guys, like Egyptian, like mm-hmm. everything, right? But we're always looking in one yeah. direction, right? And it's like, you can't always look for people who don't, who haven't even been taught mm. to value themselves to value mm. you. So I, so I told her, I was like, listen, I was like, I know why God be looking at you, right? She's like, oh, girl, please. <laughs> and I was like, just like, be open-minded. <laughs> So, so the next, the next semester, um, you know, I'm walking to, I'm like running to a class and I just hear somebody like coming through my peripheral and then she's like, you fucking bitch. And I look and she's running, like she's like barreling towards me with a smile on her face. I'm like, what? She's like, you jinxed me, you jinxed me. And she's just smiling. I was like, what? I knew what she was talking about. Right. And I was like, see, I told you. And she just blushing. I was like, ugh. I'm like, I got to run later. And I Never saw her again. Like, I think that, that I don't know. I never oh, saw wow. her again. I didn't have her number. Like, I just was like, I want to see right. what happened. Like, <laughs> so that's why I wrote that. And then, you know, I had been in a play once and this woman was talking about, like, her experiences being a, a third grade teacher and how the boys in class passed around notes and with the girls that they like and the names of the Latina and the light-skinned girls are always on the, mm-hmm. you know, on the top. And the dark girls, if they're even on there, Mm-hmm. are just on the bottom, mm-hmm. right? And she said that the little girls that she's teaching are eight and they don't feel pretty. And she remembers, little black girls, and she remembers the same exact thing happening when she was in third grade with those notes the boys would do. And she didn't feel pretty, you know? And it was like, I don't know. That was just yeah. very hurtful to hear. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's why I wrote that because I just kind of hope that, mm-hmm. and I'm going to keep it real, like a lot of my friends who do date like guys from other cultures, like I wouldn't say that that was most of their first choice. But then at a certain point, you just have to allow yourself to let love come to you and not have a description of what it's mm-hmm. supposed to look like, you know. And that can be like yeah. money, yeah. you know what I mean? That can be like height, ooh, ooh, height, height, money. Wait, wait a, wait a wait minute, a wait a minute. <laughs> Bring it back. <laughs> Like everybody wants to talk, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> but did you know? <laughs> that's crazy. 
I can hear the judgment now. Like I ain't we doing was no with, We was with you we for a minute. Oh, you are. Then okay. you said height, and we said bump the brakes right there. <laughs> See, but you know what? You might be missing out on a really dope ass man who would love to shit. But he's you. my son. Oh did. no, she didn't. She did. Oh my she god, did. she said he's my son. Listen, so I know somebody who is dating a guy who's short, and I have never seen somebody get spoiled so much in my life. Like, it's beautiful. So beautiful. (laughs) She's like, but not for me. Oh, you are just nasty. You got me turned into a whole church lady. Nasty. Listen to each their own. That's all. Well, she was like, "Listen, mm-mm, get you a call." Like, like, <laughs> yes. Oh, but Matt, would you date outside your race? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I have. I I never yeah. like yeah. dated, but I definitely like had cru- like in school, like I had crushes and like mm-hmm. like some white boys here and there, but I never like dated. But I think I don't know if it's. Because we're just so developed to think, like, I'm just always, like, black love, black love. Like, I want to marry black, I want my children black. Um, but that doesn't mean, like, if I was to meet a guy tomorrow, like, he wasn't black, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be like, oh, get away from me. Like, <laughs> right. I would give him a chance. As long as, just as long as yes. he's not short. Yes. Yes. <laughs> no. Oh, my God. Oh, me. I mean, it's my height. With hills. Ooh. With hills or... or <laughs> That's a hard question right there. Like I'm more oh open to it God. than my counterpart here. See, I see. <laughs> listen, I'll admit, and you know, it's, it's like a no I mean, for listen, me, and that's okay, and that's okay to have a preference. It's okay, mm-hmm. but all I'm saying is that, and it, and like that might change yeah. in ten years. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like if you single still, it's like all of that shit starts mm-hmm. to change. Yeah. You know, it's mm-hmm. just it's just a matter of being yeah. open. You know what I'm saying? And like allow yeah. somebody to just. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, Show up. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. all I'm saying. So we feel you, girl. We feel <laughs> you. know, I think that's important. <laughs> good, good. <laughs> um, Y'all got me. I don't know why I'm like feeling flustered. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like I feel bad. I'm like, is there any short oh, guys? No, we, this is bad. we've been doing this <laughs> show for about five years. They, our viewers, they know. <laughs> they know how we feel. Oh, good. <laughs> How we feel? <laughs> okay, good. Consistency, y'all are hilarious. Y'all cracking yourselves up. I feel like it's some personal story, some personal situation. No, because we had just spoke about this like maybe an episode ago oh. or two, two episodes ago. So yeah. it's so funny that's coming up again. Oh, oh, that's yes. funny. Okay, episode four also touches on like sort of sort of like a taboo thing, like standards. Um, Donna, mm. she's interested in someone that is 11 Ooh. years younger than her. That's her son. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> so what's the youngest you would date or have dated? Define date. Right. <laughs> um, I would just say go out on a date. Date. So y'all went somewhere. I mean, the youngest I went out with, the guy was probably about, probably 11 years younger than me. I actually, mm-hmm. after this was written, right? Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, super young. Um, but I was just like, you know, but just like, you know, kind of not that long uh-huh. out of college and like working in finance. But he, um, I don't know. He just was like, had something to prove. I just couldn't do yeah. it. I just couldn't do it. You know, just based on like, it's certain. So, 
I love pop culture. I'm always singing. Like, how you guys mm-hmm. like Hamilton? Like, it would be really hard for me to, like, deal with someone who right. won't even watch it, right? Like, mm-hmm. but it's like... Uh, it's a deal breaker. Yeah, like, I'm always breaking out in songs. Yeah, someone says something, I start singing a song. And if mm-hmm. you don't know my references, which is, like, why it's hard for me to even date outside of my... Even though I say this, it's hard for me to date... I, I would date out of my culture if I met someone amazing, but... My preference is to be with someone who would know yeah. what songs I'm singing or what lines mm. from movies I'm saying. So because that's such a big part of who I am and I'm always like trying to play movie yeah. trivia and shit, I just feel like someone that even younger than me wouldn't get it. Like he probably didn't see Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's that an might issue. be an issue. I definitely get mm. that for sure. Or like yeah, certain songs, too. right? Mm-hmm. Certain songs. It's just Can't like, relate. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. then I'm judging you. Like, if you don't know it, I'm looking at you like, you don't <laughs> yeah, know this song? Jam. Right. Then you right. make me feel right. old. Right? right. That's exactly. even worse. Right, exactly. Right, that's probably what it really is. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, what also yeah. killed me with this episode was the fact that Donna... Um, she's talking to a film star and he can't even find one ticket for her out of his 30 free tickets. Like if you that low on the totem pole of his important people, like if it, you're not even making his top 30, like girl, that should have been a wake up. This actually happened. This, so this actually happened oh to someone that I know. And I think she's mad at me really? for this, but <gasps> I had to, yeah, but you know, I just was so like, we were out and she was like texting him. And it's like this this actor that was in this big movie, and I was just like, "Yo, that's yeah. fucked up." And like, I was like, I literally said, "Like, oh, maybe it's fifteen, <laughs> and it's like, plus one. you know, you, everyone gets a plus one." And she texted him, and that's when she was like, "No plus ones." And at that point, that's I was right. like, "Oh shit!" And I was like, "I hate him." I was like, "That," you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Like that was just mean. Like that was literally like, you just like just had like I just that's like you were sleeping right. with this woman, right? And I feel like there should be a certain level of fucking respect for oh, someone for sure. you're intimate with. Mm. But like you are intentionally trying mm-hmm. to hurt her right now. Yeah. That's so, a power move right there. Yeah. I don't like it. It's nasty. Mm-hmm. It's nasty. So I don't like him to this day. Fuck all, all <laughs> oh, his movies. And, <laughs> you know. Uh I just think he's a horrible person. But you know, I just think that, you know, a lot of times women think that, like, you know, you really think, like, some guys really just want that experience sexually mm. with an older woman. Who had True. Mm-hmm. Right. So you just got to be really mindful that it's not just like a yeah. novelty. Yeah. That's real. Um, so episode five, let's, let's talk about episode five. This was a really good episode, too. Um, they, uh, Donna and Tony end up meeting a, a porn star. She comes to the bathroom, aka their room, <laughs> and um, <laughs> Tony is like starstruck. She's like, You taught me everything I yes. know, girl. <laughs> <laughs> But she, I don't. I guess she wasn't like feeling that you know this porn star and Donna were like, he can, and then she like she came for her skin. Yeah. And Tony, from there, she was just like, I don't like this girl. <laughs> yeah, it takes a lot of guts to just bust it wide open on the camera like that, like imperfections, hair bumps, tattoos. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, this is pretty safe, right? You guys get tested a lot. Right. She was just, it was just like a tit for tat being shady, Judging shady, shady, shady life. the entire time. Yeah. Every day. Yeah. 
<laughs> and then why, why are we like this? <laughs> but I'm not that either. Like when right. like, your best friend is kicking with somebody over your Smith, I'm like, what y'all? You don't even know her. What are you doing? Right. And Donna just went into full yeah. Because that's yeah, Donna really act life. like she didn't know her. It's crazy, right? Yeah. <laughs> that was actually my favorite. Yeah, that episode. was really good. And uh. Yeah, but it's like mm-hmm. the shade, right? But it's like, mm-hmm. it's funny because when we shot, so like right now I have like three pimples on the side of my face. Like I'm always struggling with that. So it's funny that that, when we shot that episode, my skin was a clear. <laughs> because she said that was like, where? <laughs> <laughs> right? So that was kind of hard. I was like, maybe I should have like drew on a pimple, but whatever. Like literally it was just like, just as life would have it. And my skin was mm-hmm. super clear that day. But in other episodes, you can see a couple of pimples. But no, that was, and I also like feel like it's important to humanize like yeah. sex workers because I'd be like, if we don't have porn stars, like you would definitely have like a lot mm. more rape and shit. Like you know mm. what I'm saying? Like I know that sounds like dark, but I'm like they are really actually like mm, like the okay. I just feel like people mm. need an outlet. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. And it's like it's gonna yeah. be something. You know. So it's, I don't know. I know that sounds psycho, but that's no, we get it. My, we get it. My thought process that I just feel like we need to applaud them. If you are willing to bust your legs wide open on camera like that, like it, it ain't gonna be, be me. me. It will never but be good me. Luck to you. And not even like yeah, but I'm like, but thank you because I like you know I watched I watched it a time or two, <laughs> and it was like only only a time or two I watched porn. And I'm just like, you are brave. But that is like, what? Like, how? How did you come to right. this point, right? But then it's like, you have this judgment. It's like, you're watching it, but then you still feel like you're better mm-hmm, than this mm-hmm. woman. Yeah. So that's why I was like, okay, let me make her a right. wolf porn oh, star. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then um, you know, the line where she says, um, you know, I finally took ownership of I finally took ownership of my body and my mm. sexuality so the subtext there is like she may have been molested yeah. or something you know what I mean because okay. she said I finally right because she's yeah she said she had a rough childhood right mm-hmm. yep. yeah yes exactly I overcame a fucked mm-hmm. up childhood right so that was I didn't want it to make it so on the nose but if you know if you put two and two together with like okay this was her way, and, I, and it's not a wrong way or a right way, but it's her way because everybody's in survival mode and, and yeah. to a certain extent. So this was her way of taking mm-hmm. her power back. Yeah, and then so. for Tony to just straight up read her and judge her, like, where you even come from? No one know me. But she yeah. took a jab at me. But but the, but you know but you know what that showed though that someone can be like smiling in your face. And be like, oh my god, you're so amazing! But they have these exactly. fucking judgments brewing beneath the surface, yep. right? So she was all—it was all good when it was like, oh yeah, I learned how to, you know, you taught me how to right. do jobs or whatever. But then when she came at her, her real feelings that were laying came beneath out. the surface, mm. and the fake ass mm-hmm. smile came out. <laughs> it's like, and it's funny because on set they really was acting like that, and it was annoying. <laughs> But she's like, I like that. <laughs> I was like, you just met her, Donna. It's not your friend, right? Exactly. <laughs> so, um, but then we also in this episode see kind of how Donna, the friendship. I don't know if you, you would say the friendship is one sided, but you kind of see how Tony be feeling away about Donna, and you see that especially in the finale episode. The cool card is challenged by these younger girls, and they have them like rethinking their life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> which I feel like everybody 
yes. through, right? It's like, you just like, you're just thinking you're living your life and then just one experience can happen. That makes you just like, wait, what right. happened here? <laughs> and like, you really are like, damn, I guess I, that's like, it's that moment when you realize that you're too old. You're starting to get too old to be still be in a club. Sweetie, we like to party. That's why we're at a club partying, okay? But I'm sorry, black people don't do that shit. Uh, I'm black. Bullshit. She <laughs> put me on. <laughs> so I, I intentionally made the black girl the one whose uncle owned okay. the club. And the white girl was her. Because I just, I'm always trying to like get away from stereotypes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then like when she was just like, uh, you know, she tried to, I think it was Tony's character was just like, oh, black people don't do cocaine. And then she was just like, oh, but she's the one who, the white girl was like, but she's the one who put me on to cocaine. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you right. know, because it's like, you know, there's always a, white girls are just loose and, you know, with no morals. <laughs> so. Not saying that you are you don't have morals if you do cocaine. I'm just saying like just all of these stereotypes. You know, I'm always trying to flip them on their head. It was just like a mess. Like, what is going on? It, <laughs> it was a mess, and I'm mad that Tony was like, "I, I want to do that too." Like, <laughs> oh, when the girl came, I was like, "I want to cut." No, when the girl came, I was like, "Yes, I yeah." Too. But she became an angry person. <laughs> So the drug affects everybody differently. <laughs> right, I didn't even think about that. It definitely did not make me come. No. Donna could have said that. It would have made me even more pissed at her. You know, like how we have like oh. angry drunks, happy drunks. She became an angry high person and the other girl becomes a horny high person. <laughs> you don't laugh with me. You laugh at me. Big difference. Stop being so dramatic. Just shut the fuck up. And you didn't even defend me. You didn't even say anything when I said black people don't do cocaine. Because it's bullshit. Oh, so what? Where is your fucking camaraderie? Where's your black pride? Huh? Unity. Are you done yet? Just shut the fuck up. I feel like Donna's character just represents that, like, I don't know. Like, you know, sometimes you have a friend, but maybe you're more mm-hmm, her friend mm-hmm. and she's your friend. Yeah. So have you ever okay. felt like that? Like a, a friendship was one-sided or you were putting energy? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, you know what I mean? I'm not, like, I. if someone's close to me, I'm not always that good at seeing mm. their intentions. But I can see everyone else's who is mm-hmm. more farther away, right? But I think, like, sometimes I've been like, okay, this is my right. friend, period. You know what I mean? Right. It was not a friend, no, no, like, dot, dot, dot. It was like, this is my friend, period. So you have this idea of what a friend should be, right? So, you know, oh, she needs me to look at her vagina. Okay, because mm-hmm. that's what friends do. But then it's like, you know, so these are more vignettes because it's not like a continuous thread through the series, right? So, um, but in each vignette, you just see that, like, besides that one time, Donna was nurturing to her when she yeah. brought her that dress. But it looks like there was love between them. But really, Donna just doesn't want to be there. Yes, I that. So she... She bought her a dress that was not very thoughtful. She didn't put a lot of thought in it. She sure did it. I got it from some girl in Poshmark. She said, I found it. Yeah, I got it from some girl in Poshmark. (laughs) You know what I mean? And it was like, you didn't even put thought into it. You know, and then when Tony was about to cry and have this little meltdown, she's like, don't you cry. And she gave her this pep talk, right? But when you look at it, was she... I think there was some sincerity to it, but I think Donna's character is one of those people who can't she can't feed into your pain and trauma because mm. it'll trigger her. Mm. So she ha- might have to be a little, like a couple of steps removed 
so that she doesn't like to start to get right. emotional and cry too. All she knows that there's cute guys outside and they need to hurry up so they can get out. <laughs> That's all she knows. For these other, these young bitches. That's all she knows, you know? So in the end, I think Tony's starting to realize like, yo, you don't even laugh with mm-hmm, me. You laugh mm-hmm. at me. Definitely peace yeah. out. Yeah. You know, because I it was it. like, she, yeah, it was like, yo, she don't really have my back. She's just here along for the ride. And I'm just her accessory yeah. and her agenda. And that's why I was yeah. like, we're done. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was like, you know, you know, y'all may, y'all helping me break this damn thing down. You're I'm like, yeah, right? I'm like, yeah, this bitch. Yes. I'm gonna curse her out when I get off this. But how, did, how that episode ended was, is it like the really like the friendship was done, or was kind of like I'm mad at you now, girl, but call me later. You Let know what? I, I I I play with it, but I think I have to be consistent, and I have to, especially like we having this conversation, right? It's just like, yo, you're gonna have to work to get, you're gonna have to work mm-hmm. for it for the friendship because you've been like a yeah, horrible yeah. fucking friend. So. I don't, I think that you'll definitely see them back together again, but I'm still figuring that out. Like, you know, is the story going to kind of branch out into Tony trying to get her independence mm. from Donna? Because that's not, she's trying to grow and Donna's yep. still in the club, right? It's like, so like, if you listen to the theme song, right, with yes. the guy, I wrote and rap, I'm not a rapper, but I was just like, I ain't got no money to buy, no, pay nobody, but anyway, so. <laughs> But I but I wrote that right, so it's like, what did I say? Um, um, I'm getting I'm getting I'm getting old for this club shit. But Donna's trying to find yes. her husband, so it's like I'm just always being a wing woman. But it's like, at what point do I am like does Tony's character like? Okay, you have to live for mm. you, you know. So I do feel like, however, whatever the next iteration of Potty Break is, it'll be more about Tony kind of branching off without, and then Donna having to come around, which might look like. Like, how is Donna going to change? Like, is the relationship important to her? Is she going to stay in denial? You know what I'm saying? Is she going to stay in this denial state that she's really... Like, with these young-ass girls in the club, and you up here, like, I'm still Mm hawked. Like, you know? Mm -hmm. (laughs) I mean, she is, but it's like, at some point, reality has to hit. So, I would see... I would love to see, like, their relationship kind of... uh, Yeah, yeah. ...into a more mature place, but still having fun Mm -hmm. and being wild, but... I think Donna has to, like, you know, hopefully, but she might not, like, right. you know, but we'll see. Because, I mean, you know, revelation is not revelation to mm-hmm. revelation Talk to you. It. So it mm. still might, it might be some conflict with them because Donna's just not seeing mm-hmm. how she's showing up. I see that, so. too. Come on. <laughs> Come on with the deep stuff right here. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, right. So what like, about, like, with your own friends and, like, let's say you guys have, issues or a fight are you like usually the first one to reach out to address the beef or do you wait for them to come to you i'm really horrible with this um you know it's funny like during this whole covid quarantine thing i'm actually learning how to be a better friend myself um because i tend like my knee-jerk reaction has always been to like i've been actually like getting closer to or getting like making amends with people like Mm -hmm. from the past for some reason I don't know how it's happening but my default just to protect myself has always been like so I never felt like uh comfortable excuse me for like asking for what I want or communicating my needs in a healthy Mm -hmm. way so I would just avoid that and just be like I don't want to be your friend anymore I'm mad so that way it was I think subconsciously it's because 
I just didn't know how yeah. to work, right? And I, I didn't know how to say what you did or what you said hurt me. And a lot of times, right, in our community, when someone does say that to someone, it's not because the other person might be taking, um, you know, we all make mistakes, right? But they might take that as an attack on mm-hmm. their character. So they'll get defensive and deny you an apology or closure because if they apologize, it's like they're taking on mm. fault, right? And if you and if you always have the world telling you that you're wrong or you're too black or you're too loud or you're too this or you're too sexual, or you're not sexual enough or you're too too, you know what I mean? It's all of this piling on, and now you have to live with like, oh, I'm disappointed yeah. this person, and I don't know how to say sorry, so I'm going to just be like, get out your feelings. You're being too mm-hmm. sensitive. You know what I mean? So. I think, um, so in my own friendships, um, you know, they each differ, but I've probably taken the, um, kind of like, I guess how Tony did in the bathroom, right? We're fucking done. Instead of like, let's talk about this tomorrow or checking Donna every time she did some shit and be like, Hey, if you do this again, then we Mm -hmm. can't be friends because when you do this, it makes me feel hurt. Um, so it's like, I think a lot of us, like, you know, myself included, have, I don't know why I'm telling y'all all this shit, but <laughs> myself included, like your default is to like protect yourself and run. So, um, so yeah, in my own friendship, I'm actually learning, still learning how to communicate. And then I have to say to the, I have to be responsible for how I present it to them. Right. So I don't mm-hmm. trigger them. And let them know that, listen, we're still going to be friends after this. This is not a deal breaker, but I just want you to know how I feel because I don't want our friendship yeah. to deteriorate. Uh, so, yeah. If friendship is a full-time job. Like... <laughs> I know. I just heard one of y'all go. <laughs> <laughs> Friendships are hard. It is, like, right? Yeah, you just got to learn. You learn as you go. Yeah, yeah relationships, mm-hmm, period. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's just like having grace for each other and yep, yourself. Exactly. Um, okay, so so with potty break, what are some takeaways you want the viewers to get from the show? Takeaways. Uh well, I would like for hmm, good takeaways. One well, one is um, you know, respectability politics. Like I think that that is stopping people from being themselves Uh like um and and like the burden of representation like I feel like we carry so much like things that are projected on us that like as people as women as whatever right when I just want people to walk away just being like feeling okay to just Mm. be right and even if you have messy moments like you're learning like it's a continuing like you're continuing to grow. So it's like, you know, give yourself room to like do something like, you know, I'm not saying go try, try cocaine, but you know, Tony did that. It didn't work out for her. So now she might try the next thing, but you're going to figure it yeah. out. So you figure it out. So, but you know, I don't think any of us are, are, are doing ourselves any service by trying to pretend to be something that we're not, which I feel like the, both these characters mm-hmm. were doing that, right. They were pretending yep. to be okay. And so I just hope that one people can walk away with feeling okay mm. with just being, mm. um, and just kind of just I don't know I don't want to be too preachy because <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm like on a no you're dropping gems no, so, not at all I just, 
No, I definitely, I'm like, I don't want to be like too preachy, but I just do, like, I just think that there are just so, so many complexities to us and our relationships and like, just give people room to just mm-hmm. grow and fuck mm-hmm. up and give yourself room to grow and fuck up and then do it again, Yeah, you know, because it's just not that serious. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so that's why I did a couple like self deprecating things. Like I farted <laughs> some ep- episodes. She sure Vomiting. <laughs> right so it's just like all of that shit because it's like i want to show like layers to us like we're all we all do the same Mm -hmm. shit right we all fart we all do that right we all do these like fuck like we have these messy parts of ourselves behind closed doors but you know even with all of that like we're still enough so i guess that's what the takeaway would be that you are come on thank you come on thank you yes and scene <laughs> oh my goodness Tony this episode was so good thank you so much for joining us thank you y'all got me emotional I don't know why oh you know what I'm getting my period <laughs> <laughs> that'll do it that'll do it a little bit of that a little bit of that but no it's like you know I just feel like now more than ever yeah, we gotta love yeah. for each other you yes. know what I'm saying and give each other space and room and I'm so grateful for you guys, um, to you guys for giving me this space yeah. to talk and share my work. Like, I'm very happy to be talking to you. And I hope I get to meet you guys. Yeah, in I hope so too. Yeah. Absolutely. Are you in LA? Yes. Are you in New York? I'm in New York. Okay. I'm in New Orleans. Oh. So we're going to mm-hmm. see each other soon. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yes. 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 There's a rooftop. I mean, with what's that? <laughs> Talk about <laughs> another rooftop. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, but Tony, um, are funny. Like, let the people know like where they can follow you and where they can keep up with Potty Break and anything new you got going on. Uh, so right now I'm in pre-production phases on a documentary about mm-hmm. Black women's bodies and um, and also a short film about like um, this uh, like this. This black woman who's been through trauma but is trying to like open herself up to mm-hmm. herself, right? So those are the two products I have coming up. Um and then potty break, the website for potty break is pottybreak.co. Mm-hmm. And the Instagram handle is pottybreakco. And then my personal Instagram is at Tony Ty. That's T-O-N-I-T-H-A-I, like Thai mm-hmm. food. And that's where you yes. can So make sure you all go follow, watch the episodes. They're really fun, really quirky. They are seriously approved by us. So mm-hmm. Yay! Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you're seriously approved. Yes, girl. You got, you got stamps. Yes. You got the stamps. Oh, <laughs> so definitely check it out and keep um, follow us, following us at all social media platforms, Seriously Podcast. Make sure you leave a review on Apple Podcast as well at Seriously Podcast. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye. 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 Bye.